commence primary ignition. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to yet another X-Wing podcast. I am your host, as always, Pete Lambro. Joined, my prodigal sons have returned. We got Chris. He's back, baby. Daniel, Chris, how you doing? Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. <laughs> Longer than this podcast has existed. <laughs> Longer than I've existed, Chris has been here. 53 years yeah. uh, tomorrow, right? No, you're way off. Oh, way off. Damn, damn, damn. Also joining us back again, Sam Page. Sam at a louder volume than normal. Sam, how you doing? I'm loud. Chris, is it really your birthday tomorrow? No, I have no idea where he's getting this from. (laughs) Send me birthday gifts, everyone. Your birthday was recently, though, Chris, was it not? As usual, I I apologize. Podcast of Sneaky Pete is on the the little Coca-Cola, and I don't mean cola. Am Am I been drinking again? Apparently, I'm in July. The, the, the joke we, you just uh, made actually does make you sound like you're 53, so it's, you're not <laughs> helping your case. He's uh, old at heart <laughs> and young <Yes>. in spirit. <laughs> oh, brother! <laughs> I'm calling the police. Um, <laughs> all right, so we got a lot to talk about today, and a little bit of a time crunch to talk about it in. Uh, very excitingly, uh, the UK Games Expo just had the first world's qualifier event, large scale event since the most recent points adjustment was 2.5.1 or 0.2 or we don't know, but the first big shakeup. Right. So they played the new versions of the scenarios. They used the new points. They used the new scoring system. Um and they the only the only exception I think is that the rogue class and the clone Zs were not uh, legal ships for this uh, one because I think that those are meant to because maybe they're not all out and available easily yet there but the the they weren't no rogues and no clones wow Z ninety five but sneak but, sneaky Pete okay. that explains yes, why there's zero scum in the tournament I was trying to figure that out well zero right. scum in the top sixteen at least. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that because I think it's interesting. Um, there were some scum, interesting scum lists that uh, came up. I saw some people talking about how much better scum feels in the new points, and I agree that scum is in a bet- much better place since the points adjustment than they were before. Um, but first, we're going to open with our Star Wars question of the week. And Sam, have you wordsmithed it correctly yet? Well, I have a small preamble, so okay, I, I just want to say quickly that. Uh, something that interests me about the Obi-Wan show was the extent to which it would be used to validate creative choices of the prequels. And one it has in particular is the casting of child actors as main roles, something that they didn't do in the original trilogy and they kind of consciously got away from in the sequel trilogy uh, after yes. the prequel kids got kind of a bad rap. Uh, so my question is, after our little Leia, and I don't mean this as a diss at Jake Lloyd or Daniel Logan, because I think they both did uh, well within the scripts they were given. But uh, do you think uh, child actors as main characters in Star Wars uh, is is here to stay? Is it good? Uh, Chris, do you mind if I take it? Um, Sneaky Pete, I don't mind if you take it. 
All right. I so I I, do, I the, to answer your question is, are they here to stay? I don't know. Right. Like I don't know if that is like the future. Uh, but I do think that the I, actually I don't know the name of the actress. Maybe Sam, you could tell me uh, playing uh, young Leia in the Obi Wan Kenobi show. A no name, I think. But uh, <laughs> well, of course, doing, she's a no name. She's like six. <laughs> she just started, dude. Um, she is doing. She's got no credits. <laughs> She's doing a fabulous job. Um, and I had seen I had seen a couple things. I use it as a bit of a like a barometer on the internet. When I see someone say, like, ah, you know, she's too this or she's too that, I think to myself, I'm like, this person has never interacted with a six year old or ten year old girl. Like <laughs> I'm like, I'm like yeah, this is this she's her really her mannerisms, her precociousness is all like so perfectly spot on and reminds me so much of like my niece who is now 12 and my daughter who is six. I'm like, this is like, so such a true to life interacting with a young girl experience. That is like shocking to me that they did it so well, especially compared to, as you point out, compared to the prequels where young Jake Lloyd in that role. And after watching now the behind the scenes stuff, oh, you saw the other kid. Yeah. The other kid, yeah. There was just so much nervousness on Jake Lloyd's part, like, like, yeah, like yeah. in the in in the in the background, and and George Lucas honestly seems like he doesn't know what to do with him, right? He's and not. Like, doesn't good. seem. He I mean, doesn't he doesn't know, know what to, to do with adults. <laughs> I know, I know, but like, but like, a child actor needs that specific directing touch to get them through and like guide them because they are young, both literally and young in their career, right? Like so. Jake Lloyd's performance was like really stiff and was a hindrance to the Phantom Menace, right? Whereas her performance is like bringing up Obi-Wan. Like it, it, it is like a net gain for that show. It is like that much I, better because her performance is better. I, I, I agree. But uh, so, yes, I think it's here to stay. I think you, it just in general, you're seeing child actors taking over entire series and just doing phenomenal jobs acting. Um, like Stranger Things, they they were little tiny kids, and now they're older. Mm-hmm. But it's prevalent. That's, in, that's in, a hugely good point. Yes, in this type of cinema, that's just happening now. Apparently, a little Leia was in the Bird Box, and I didn't know that. I'm wondering if oh, she was one of the. Did she the play main... the bird or the box? Oh, but ladies and gentlemen, sneaky <laughs> Pete. But um, I'm wondering if she was one of the main like uh the kids that were in there. But yeah, so I think it's here to stay. I think we're going to see more of it, just in general, overall cinema and anything we see. Um. Yes, you're gonna see it more in Star Wars because honestly, look, it's a big, it's a big, it's a nice draw. <laughs> it's it's successful. It's going good. People like to see kids, and then now kids are acting really good. So it's here to stay, well, man. And and another another interesting thing to consider when you talk about a talented like young actor, their ability to commit to like. So sorry, let me take it back a second. So like you look at like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? Or you look at. Uh, even Star Wars now, right? Like when an actor, when Robert Downey Jr. was like, yeah, sure, I'll play Iron Man in the original Iron Man movie. He didn't at the time know he was signing up to be Iron Man for the next 15 years, right? (laughs) That's a huge commitment for an established adult actor who wants to maybe then have more of a career elsewhere. But for like a child actor, and it's like, hey, you're going to be young Leia. It's like, okay, this is now potentially an opportunity to be young Leia, or if they go for a whole new series, like you're this whole new name character, that's potentially a huge, powerful, strong start to your career. And you can do 
three or four seasons, three or four or five, six years. Like you could do like a handful of, of like a, a seasons or years of this work and still move on to a full career after. Like you risk getting a little bit typecast, but also like you, you're working for Disney, which is if not the biggest among the biggest movie producing companies like in the world. Right. Yeah. So like, it's just like a big opportunity. So like if you're, if you're a kid actor and you go out there and you nail it, right. Like then you're, you're pretty set for a long time. No, it's good. It's a, become, it's a win win. Or you could become Wesley Crusher. Sorry, Will Whedon. Hey, <laughs> hey Will Whedon. he has Will good. Whedon is doing fine. He, he has good. Uh, I I watched some of his podcasts on the on board games and stuff, so he's pretty good. But Sam, yeah, what's your was, answer? Emphasis on it's podcast, every, every, not his feature films. Every oh, child no, actor's cool. dream: a successful board game theme. <laughs> We're living the dream here, boys. We are living the dream here. Sam, our, what's um, what's your what's your answer to your own? Uh, well, I was gonna say, uh, pursuant to Pete's point, I don't, I don't want them to do more like casting younger versions of legacy characters, and I don't want them to do more like Lone Wolf and Cub, you know, a badass taking little kid around the galaxy since this has now been right. the main trope of to both of the star Wars TV shows. But I consider child actors kind of like a, a Muppet actors in star Wars where it's just <laughs> something off about it and, in a good way. And I, I want more Muppets in star Wars. I want more child actors. Just, I want to ramp the weirdness up fewer digital Luke Skywalkers, more weird Muppets vote page. 2024 you heard it here first ladies yeah, and gentlemen listen, you've you've got my vote for what are we voting for studio president or regular president weird yeah, muppets i'm running for kathleen kennedy's intern <laughs> i need your vote hell yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm running to be dave filoni jr weird muppets 2024 you heard it here first well don't get me started i i was telling pete the other day that uh i as another quick aside related to this is that I, I love the sequels because of the focus on the acting and the good adult acting and, you know, the few like interesting adult relationships, which is mm -hmm. that's otherwise not present in all of Star Wars. So mm -hmm. in that sense, child acting, probably not a huge boon to that dynamic. But, mm -hmm. you know, there's no sequel advocate at the company right now. We someone needs to be trained as the Dave Filoni of of the what was that cartoon called? Resistance with the Resistance, fireball. Yeah. Yeah, we That's need true. we need that guy um, or or well, or it, gal, you know, it's um, it's possible mm -hmm. we see Human. like Person. it's possible um, given given the success of the shows that we're seeing now. Right. It's possible we see, you know, uh, another crack at a sequel era show that is maybe oh, animated, almost... maybe not animated. Right. No, I think like, I think a live action sequel show is inevitable. And I thought it was interesting. Um, they brought. Uh, Kelly Marie Tran the celebration after all the bad blood yeah right. now you think a live action so you're talking about like the sequel time is that weird well, yeah se sequel era or, or post sequel even like just some something in the post uh, galactic civil war era I think is is gonna happen and and will potentially develop that champion of that era right here's, like Dave here's my God. sorry to, just to Chris's point and I'll further derail this but here's my point is that this is now a Star Wars film and TV podcast, but everyone's <laughs> like, "Oh, they should have done the sequels when you know Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher were younger, like in the '90s or whatever." And, you know, would have had the the 
Thrawn trilogy action everyone lamented that they didn't get when they were much older in the sequel trilogy. They would have been and it's like, bad. Well, whatever. But it's like, listen, you want to make, you know, make that mistake. And now you've got, you know, all these sequel actors are still in their primes or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can wait five years. I mean, to my, to my mind, all the sequel actors who are all great and wonderful kind of sorted into two categories, which was like Star Wars is their biggest role. And then like went on the record saying, I'll never do a Disney plus show. And the funny thing is that you can get all the people who said Star Wars was their biggest role or, you know, didn't say it, but it's the case. And then you could, all the people who were like, I'm never doing Disney plus are all doing Disney plus now, <laughs> like Oscar yeah. Isaac. So it's like, I think the, the walls kind of come down and, and probably with enough time, they'll, they'll feel better. I mean, listen, the prequel actors listen, are now money, money cures a lot of wounds. Man. Oh yeah. And there's so much money behind this. So it's like, uh, I, I think, um, good, good stories also will just draw the actors in. And well, no, we're I not doing like that. Hear... <laughs> That's the one thing we won't do. <laughs> no good stories. No, no, then... we'll, we'll push the envelope on special effects, but we're not doing good stories. God forbid we have a good story, but I heard there was a good story about the, finals on this oh wow. nice transition wow what a killer pro. killer seg <laughs> matthew kreiner who yeah. <laughs> guy sucks at at seg segways but oh chris thanks for bringing us back thanks for bringing us back to earth back to terra firma where we got real serious business like the UK Games Expo world qualifier uh for X-Wing yes we are we are not not officially, not yet pivoting to being a um, Star Wars film and television <laughs> a podcast. <laughs> That's next week. Um, we, we just go full mask off and we just just talk about TV for. TV no, I mean, the, the final form is Star Trek podcast, but. Oh, oh my God. man, I got to I got to watch Brave New Worlds and then we'll do a Star Trek episode. Um, but yeah, so the final. So I, I'm, I, I perhaps it's poor form to start with the finals, but I want to start with the finals because, because uh, we're a little because bit it's our pockets, so we can do whatever we want, man. You're, you're damn right, Chris. You're damn right. So the winner, spoiler, the winner of this event was Martin Chivers, and he was flying the Galactic Empire, a seven ship Tie LN swarm. Return had, of the Imps. He had Hal Runner with swarm tactics and crack shot. Mauler Mythel with crack shot and jamming beam. Scourge Skatu with crack shot. Uh, Gideon Hask with crack shot, disciplined, and precision ion engines. Iden Versio with crack shot, disciplined, precision ion engines. And ISB Jingoist, which I find myself, I don't know if you guys feel this way, I find myself forcing myself to write ISB Jingoist anytime because I've some, seen some people like on online, like shorthand be like, Oh yeah, the Jingoist. And I'm like, that seems bad. Don't write that. <laughs> I'm worse. I'm worse. I say the ventriloquist. I don't even try to pronounce it. Fantastic. Uh, the ISB Jingoist had contraband cybernetics and then Wampa, everybody's favorite character from the movies with Wampa, discipline. Wampa, Wampa, um, so that was his shit. That was his list. He was facing off against I apologize in advance. Bartage. Ooh, not going to go for your last name, Bartage. I'm well, extremely well, sorry. Kiki. Well, Kiki. Nope. That's, nope. that's worse. No. To, it's worse to try and fail, Chris. Um, <laughs> Bartage had, uh, he was flying, representing the Rebel Alliance, my kind of guy. Uh, Wedge Antilles in the X-Wing. Some of you have heard this lineup before. Wedge Antilles with uh, Marksmanship, Predator, Protorps, R3, 
alongside Luke Skywalker with ProTorps Afterburners. Fen Rao in the Sheath Beach Shuttle with the... Uh, now, this is the part that surprised me. He picked the child instead of Leia crew, right? So he had Grogu on board and an R4 Astromech. And rounding it off is one of my favorite X-Wings and builds for said X-Wing is Colby Sparado with Notorious R4 Astromech and Contraband Cybernetics, right? So this, like, then in a little bit... Um, I want to say going into this, there was a little bit of talk going into this event, right? The the two boogeymen were Vader Defender and uh and cheap Protorps. Right? Yeah. Like and 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 and, and like loaded up double modded Protorps, right? So it's interesting, one, that yes, the double the uh double modded Protorp made it to the finals, but then didn't win it, right? Well, they had a good counter in the other list, I think. Yeah, yes. Yeah, well, yeah, it was... So watching the match ended up being a lot tighter than I, I would have expected just on paper, right? A lot closer. Um, Martin flew in formation, right? So he set up in a classic box formation, like long rectangle. Uh, and the the scenario they were playing was salvage mission. So it was, you know, collecting the uh, the cargo, the caches, right, from around the board. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he picked up two or three kind of early on. Martin picked up two or three early on. Bartage only picked up one um, early on, and then he actually neglected to pick one up with Colby, presumably to be able to then still reposition because Colby's thing is, you know, you want to fo- you want to close the foils, focus boost in, mm-hmm. and then open the foils using his ability. Right. Um, so he didn't. So already the, like the objective advantage went to Martin early on. And uh-huh. Bartosz just was not able to kill enough of the enemy squad to make up for that. Right. Uh, near I, you know, near the end of the game, I had to turn it off, unfortunately. But uh, by the time I turned it off, because you're so disgusted. Any... No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just my, kidding. My, 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 <laughs> like, my kids were going crazy. Where? Where's Republic? Was... I'm sneaky Pete. Where? No, it was, this, like it was this. It was this morning, uh, and you know my kids were they were playing nice, so I like put it on my phone. I was watching, but then they you know they were going crazy, so I had to turn it off and you know be a parent, right? Just the responsible but, uh, here. But at that point, mm-hmm. Bartosh had like really just been unable to put the requisite amount of damage into the Tie Fighters to take enough of a board because he really he was counting on being able to pop a couple of them to ev- one even up the numbers and two bust you know bolster his score. Right. Uh, but he wasn't he wasn't able to do that. So ultimately, ultimately, after he, he ended up losing Colby and Fenn and scoring enough on boxes to on objective points just to, to win it. So Martin won it. Uh, and there was a pretty key moment that was like really exciting to watch mm. where the formation was still solid. Right. And they, we had Colby uh, to the left of the, the swarm and Wedge to the right. Right. And the choice was, do they all one turn in on Colby or do they kind of turn towards Wedge or do they do something else? And trying to catch him, trying to turn one in on Colby, uh, Bartage came forward with Colby for a block and he positioned himself perfectly to truly screw up that one turn move. Mm-hmm. But Martin saw it coming or either saw it coming or had predicted it was an option. Right. And instead pulled a very cool move where he just broke the swarm at that moment and completely 
like he did not get bumped up at all right he just like colby was in the perfect spot to, to block what would have been a reasonable a reasonable move from the swarm but the swarm broke apart and just dodged him basically some top gun flying there ladies and gentlemen real it was real <laughs> it was real impressive stuff um what are we sponsored by top gun what is this break. this week's podcast brought to you by, break jester uh, maverick Break Justin. Yeah. That's a Tom uh, certified Tom Cruise moment. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? No, but it was cool. It was cool to see because yeah, uh, no, that's it's it's they, good. You want your top table to come down to classic X wing uh, decision. It was fifty oh, fifty so classic. Uh, Chris on the Liberty Squadron Discord. Other Chris, yeah, yet another Chris, yet another Chris podcast. Very funny. He shared he shared a side by side. A screenshot of Team Covenant's stream of X-Wing Worlds 2013, which was Ty Swarm against Rebel Forship <laughs> with the 2022 Worlds uh, uh, yeah. qualifier. Dallas, for, Dallas versus Paul. Dallas very versus cool. Paul. It's, and, and it was very, it's very cool. And uh, so I, I very helpfully sent back the uh, George Lucas gift where he says it's like poetry at rhymes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But well, it's no, also but, but, huge because the last big finals right wasn't that the one um that only went three rounds and i think yes. uh yeah, yeah the, so uh, this is the, night the, and day the adepticon final was right. uh marcel monsano versus uh a guy nathan who I, Idy. So I don't remember nathan Idy. Mm-hmm. yes i'm very right. sorry i forgot his name and yes how, uh, how dare and, you and that, I'm a I'm a I'm a terrible person. You're a fake fan. Uh, <laughs> fake fan. I remember I remember Marcel's name. I'm a true Marcel simp over here. Love that guy. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's like boy bands. I'm Team Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> so to have like an exciting final, it was a and... really exciting. You know, it was a really exciting final. It didn't it until until it was you know seemingly too far gone for a comeback it didn't feel out of hand for the rebel player to come back like bartosh felt to from my eye watching it bartosh felt in it mm-hmm. until until he wasn't basically until there was there was basically a turn where colby died fen died that's it right like it was like and at any moment it felt like a well-positioned or ignored uh luke or wedge could have just completely wrecked wrecked uh, his chances and and it just turned the tide of the game you know what i mean so it was yeah. a really thrilling final to watch i encourage people to check out the uh firecast was the ones uh streaming it the okay. commentary is good commentary is very solid the gameplay is good the stream should be up for replay if you want to check that out um oh, i really encourage it like it was it was a really it was a it was it was i'm just like i said this last week a bunch of times even name the episode is guys i'm just excited about x-wing like it was like beautiful this was very classic stuff right very classic stuff and what i was trying the point i was trying to make earlier was that like i i don't know if ty swarm is now a meta menace right but i think again it shows us that in the hands of a skilled player a swarm like this is deadly right and that's Can, huge because everyone yeah. once once two point five came in, dead. Yeah. right? Exactly. And then yeah. now with good flying and with breaking up formations, I mean, it's not the end of the world. You can win, and you could win big, and that's what. Martin yeah. So well, yeah, he, he, when Bartos Wojcicki, yeah. come on, now. He, first of all, just wanted to say his last name. Woo-hoo. He, uh, yeah, he, you know, he. he Okay, I'm losing my train of thought here, but but basically the um, 
the thing, the couple things that people really thought were dead, they were like swarms are dead, right? They're like 2.5, you can't do a swarm anymore because of self bumps, right? 2.5, you can't fly in formation anymore for the same reason, self bumps, right? And both of those are not true, right? Uh, and also 2.5, it's all about objectives, right? And it's not all, it is, objectives are huge, right? Like, I do think Martin gathering more crates than Bartosh in the early rounds was hugely impactful and important, right? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, his TIE fighters shot down the enemy ships and that's how they won, right? Like they won on killing yeah. ships because it is still a dogfight and he still had to engage, right? So like they're, they're even in the mission that is most likely to be like to foster, sorry, least likely to force engagement because you could grab, you know, theoretically grab crates and run, right? They still were forced into a solid engagement and they got into the classic X-Wing, you know what I mean? Kerfuffle, like the traffic jam in the middle of the board. Like it all happened the way it happens. Taking away those those objectives, uh, getting any objective points in the first round, to me really makes it feel like uh, a lot more like 2.0 than ever before. Because I was playing uh, Alex Peng uh, yesterday at Mythical. Actually, Oh, that's where you, that's, that's who you were playing with. I was going to say, I knew you were, I saw you going out there. I didn't know who you were playing with. Yeah. Shout out to Sam. You're going to shout him out, man. (laughs) I'll shout out Alex Peng. And, uh, and I'm going to, and let's expand it since we're talking about the British people. Shout out to all Alex's. Because our, our British friend, Alex, sometimes called mm-hmm. Australian, but really British, uh, had another kid. So shout oh, yeah. Out Congratulations. Oh, really? Congratulations, Alex. I don't know if he listens to the podcast. You know, actually, no, he's it never, doesn't, uh... but... no way. <laughs> I've never talked to him, actually, in real yeah. life, only on the Internet. And, Let's and shout you know, out the other it's... New Jersey guy. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead it's Sam. because he doesn't listen to the podcast that we were all rooting for Bartage in the finals of this, uh, this tournament. <laughs> shout out to Merrick. Our one true European ally. This is a this this, this podcast is Team Poland. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, we I think we are. I think we forced ourselves into that corner. Um, I think Mark does listen to the podcast. Shout out to shout out to all of Poland, guys. And and he's a swarm guy too, so he's gonna love this one. And a shout out to Alex Delano knees, whatever his name is, but he's in Jersey. Good ace flyer. Hopefully, he'll come back to two point five at some century. Is it really um, a shout I'll, out if you make fun of the guy's last name? All the time. Yes. All anyway, the time. it's like a double shout out. I'm gonna try to seg segue off of. Uh... Yeah, well, let's, let's let's talk a little bit more about the breakdown of the top sixteen. Chris, you super helpfully went through the top sixteen and pulled out some numbers for us that I think are pretty interesting, right? Uncharacteristically um, helpful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and it's pretty surprising too because we've had uh, you know we have. Five, not, no, sorry, not surprising. We have five Imperials, three Rebels, no scum in the top 16, uh, one Resistance. There you go, Sam. It's there, your, there's your boys. Uh, one Resistance, two First Order, one CIS, and four Republic squads. Now, the Imperials are not surprising because everyone thought Imperials were going to be the menace, right? Like, Ty, we, I see a Darth Vader here. I see. It's still not even overpowering, though. Like, like, in, like, just the previous large tournament when there was yeah. seven million Republic and seven million. Wow. Uh, oh, uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if this tournament. I mean, it's a big sample size, but I don't know if you can say definitively that there's a lot of that. That that the Vader, the Vader Defender thing to me is is what's worrisome, and I don't know if it's a problem or not yet. It seems to be 
cleaning up quite a bit in y'all's corner of the world right now. Didn't Vader Defender like place one and two at the last uh Yeah, the tournament? ECG tournament we just yeah, had. So yeah, Vader Defender was one and two. I'm still but I'm I, still I, worried I, about it. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm worried about it. I d I really don't think like despite despite the evidence of the opposite, I am not personally worried about Vader Defender. I think he can be beaten. I think those lists can be beaten. Yeah. I think it is not it is not the easy mode button people seem to think it's going it's to be. Not, like, it's just, not that, but that's also why I don't think we should uh let the developers off the hook just because a lot of people are playing it poorly because I do think the ceiling f- for it is is a very annoying ship. You know, like uh, in the hands of a good player, I really don't want to deal with this 9-point Vader, Vader defender. I just I just think it's a it it's not that I, I'm like going to concede, but it, it is the mentality of like, I mean, I, I don't know. But, I don't play X-Men, but what I did, but what I did, I, I, well, when I played it more, I used to have the mentality of like, you know, don't think about, you know, balance issues. Don't think about like compartmentalize my opinions of what's underpriced, overpriced or whatever. And then just like, you know, think about strategies to level the playing field against those lists. But mm-hmm. at the same time, in the back of my head, I did have the thought like, oh, I really hate, like this list is a mistake. Like it's a problem. They need to fix it. And, you know, I do think you, you can shut those things out because you have to, if you're playing competitively, but uh, this is the compartmentalized part of my brain saying, this should not be nine points. <laughs> I'm not going to complain about it on the day of the tournament, but I am going to complain about it on the podcast. Um, Listen, that's and that's a valid complaint to have. I mean, other valid complaints would be he shouldn't have a talent slot or Juke should not be allowed, right? Like, like Juke on yeah, Defender Vader is pick, pick, pretty gross. Pick, I, it's yeah, I, the loadout stuff. I, I mean, with Vader, I feel like the loadout can only do so much because the all the shenanigans are on the chassis. But yeah, uh, yeah so I'm more concerned about the the. The chassis points but man if he was like a nine zero i'd even find that obviously more palatable like a zero loadout good point sure yeah i i played i played peng like i said over the weekend and he was it's funny you guys are talking about this because he was talking about the same exact thing and he was flying he was flying he's a talk of the town vader defender yeah he was flying vader defender uh Who's that uh, weird Reaper guy with the V? Uh, Vizier, the the yeah. one that gets an evade when you don't have a green token. Yeah, it's really yeah, cheap now. Vizier, and then no, no, Vizier, Vizier is not the one that gets an evade if you don't have a green token. That is oh, sorry, off. I don't play. Vizier uh, is the one. He's the opposite. Vizier is the one who can uh, coordinate coordinate after he when does he ailerons. does ailerons. I don't play him. Yeah, and I disavow. And he also has exactly the amount of loadout for Palpatine. That's why he's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there's. I knew he's there was a point, a points reason that he goes yes, in the Vader yes. defender list. Yeah, and then he. Yeah, I, I feel bad now. I feel I forgot the third ship, um, but he as soon as he put it on the table, he goes literally what you said. I don't know how AMG could put this on the table. This see, it feels too strong. So my point is, yes, it's strong. Yes, it's good. It doesn't mean it's NPE or it doesn't mean it should be banned because it's still nine points. Uh, yes, I do think the loadout should go lower, but it's still nine points. It's still half of your list. Yeah. Well, for those less than half, which is my problem. <laughs> like it should be <laughs> half of your list. And then, for those yeah, same nine it, points, it, it, I could see Boba being ten, but then less people are going to fly it, and then they, they they do want big name. They want name. They want people to fly the big names. Um, well, yes, I do think though they should be point. possibly less of a loadout. 
um like like what you're saying because hlc and juke is like holy smokes but just like what you said sam make a strategy around it you know i don't think it's super npe though which which is like for example like those b wings with throwing the bomb yeah that, that's, I, that. I, I really haven't played you know i've actually played with vader defender even though i don't own any even though you're ships. morally opposed well no i've just i did it on tts when it came out because i was kind of interested in it and mm-hmm. uh and I haven't really played against it much. I'm sure that'll change if I, I get out to some big tournaments after these points adjustments. But um, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of, I mean, Matthew always is like, uh, here's my impression of Matthew. I'm not worried about defenders. So I, uh, I exactly. I kind of, uh, I kind of agree with Matthew. Like, I think there's a lot of counterplay because they're so predictable. Um, maybe less with Vader, but um and I do appreciate that they said you can't use the force if you're blocked because you can block defenders. And if Vader can't use the force on offense, you know, it does help quite a bit. But, you know, I, I really want to get a uh, I want to get a custom Vader defender dial that's just all 4Ks just to like. <laughs> <laughs> What's in the box? Wait, let me pick, you know. let, me pick, let me pick a move. and They're all just 4K just all around the dial. Well, see, seeing... what what you're describing is the bad Vader Defender player. <laughs> who I know, I know, but it's just, it's just um, I was I was somewhere online yesterday, and someone's like, "Oh, what what move did Vader Defender just do?" And they said, "4K, the only thing on the dial." Well, you should get <laughs> no get a dial where it has all the maneuvers, but the 4K is like huge. It's like oversized, and then so when <laughs> you select really it, it's very obvious that you've selected it. <laughs> it's good to see some lats in the uh the top 16 too hell yeah no the listen the minus scum not being in the in the top 16 which i think will change i think that road class is a bit of a game changer for scum mm-hmm. right i Maybe. think i think cad bane is good i think Namlum can be good uh i don't know if victor hell's got it but i i think there's at least at least cad bane is like really worthwhile in the faction right mm-hmm. um so I think having him out would would change Scum's presence, and I think Boba. We're talking all about you know um, Vader Defender's price trap, but Boba got a price trap too. Boba at nine points is pretty crazy, right? You can do double fire spray and Scum, and it's not insane, right? You do Boba, Boba, Kashka, someone else for twenty mm-hmm. points, pretty easy, right? Um, that last one is not like a three; he's a four pointer too, right? Which Scum doesn't have the best four point options, but man, we got like Sarasu's pretty all right. Genesis Red, you could fit Protorps on. Um, yeah, this lat list is kind of interesting. Which which Chris. lat list are you looking at? Uh, number six, Niels. Uh, he Niels Dittert. He had, yeah, so Delta 7, Aether Sprite, oh. Anakin, Obi, mm. and Mace. So he's got three CLT Jedi with the big Yoda 7th Fleet Gunner, Agile Gunner, like m- mega support. So he's doing a little, yeah, ace, yeah. little ace play. That's pretty, stuff. that's pretty cool actually now, yeah, what's interesting cat. is that yoda yoda is only going to work the yoda crew ability on the aether sprites is only going to work with the evade which I think is but that's huge that's huge that is huge that is huge to be able to have force evade is big does deal. yoda has uh purple coordinate yoda crew yes yeah, so that's big and two force and purple coordinate. Yeah, so just I think that's it's a it's about tokening up the guy who's getting picked on probably since he's not shooting and I guess using it on defense when people shoot at Hound. So well, it's a fun list. You brought up the devs wanting to see more names on the thing. I think I saw this referred to as like we're in we're going to be in something of like a hero character meta, right? Like where your your meta lists are going to be 
these like character based lists, these like character focused lists. And I think that's really exciting, which is, I I would, I'm so happy to see, I'm so happy to see a Republic list here. That is Anakin and Obi-Wan and Mace Windu in, in a list instead of the big four. No, I mean, no offense, no, with no offense intended to Contrail, right? But like Contrail and Barris and Danae, I'm like, eh, versus Anakin and Obi-Wan and Mace Windu. Like, I, I to see that be a viable, good list is like a huge deal to me. I think it's really exciting. Yeah. And it comes up but, also um, with the uh, the new faction identities, which is something I think people are trying to grok what the dev's intention is. Obviously, sure. Imp- Empire and CIS. Swarms are back on the table. Swarms, they they are the the thematic swarm factions, so that's fine. Well, they, I guess. Yeah, although, although I'm sad, been. I'm very sad that yeah. the factions I play aren't really swarmy anymore. But and now I'm going to complain. The yeah. resistance yeah. faction identity was hero characters. Now, when everyone has hero characters, and the resistance hero characters didn't go down <laughs> in points. Yeah, uh, Ray and Poe. I mean. Finn went down, but he lost loadout. So it's uh, resistance. I think is still searching for an identity, and right now its I identity think, is I'm sad. You know the the bummer about the Poe not going down thing is I feel like they they couldn't lower Flyboy no, Poe without lowering without lowering Commander Poe, and I think well, Commander they gave, Poe at five and too cheap. They gave Commander they Poe, gave more, Commander loadout. Poe more loadout. Yeah, which is good, but it doesn't solve the problem, right? And yet I, I agree. Well, Flyboy Poe here in the top top sixteen. I I think Flyboy Poe should be six points, right? And I don't know what to do with mm. like. Do you make Commander Poe also stay at six points, and then just nobody ever takes him, right? Like I'm gonna support your. I'm gonna back your play here that Flyboy Poe should be six points on pure yeah. resistance partisanship. But that compartment mm. in the back of my head I was talking about earlier, I'm not sure I want that either <laughs> because he's no. I I think it would be fine. I no, but I like the twenty five loadout because it lets you do all the stuff. That's kind of important to yeah, the. I'm saying, should, ship. I'm saying you should keep that, or oh, like a twenty two loader or something like that. All right. Um, that resistance list is kind of controlling. It's, that's a little. Well, the thing that, and I was complaining. I was complaining to Peter the other day about this. Is the thing that annoys me about resistance right now is they made the Y wing loadouts much higher, much much higher across the board, but they also increase the cost of wartime loadout from four to 10 in an attempt to get people to take the, um, you the know, other base, style of Y wing, the base Y wing with, uh, intuitive interface. Intuitive where you interface. Can, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they made targeting computer cheaper. So now for four points, you can get a targeting computer plus engine upgrade. So that's, that's basically a white linked action boost, calculate target lock, calculate. You can throw, uh, yeah. Uh, whatchamacallit, uh, expert handling for uh, barrel roll calculate. So you get all of the intuitive interface benefits. Plus, then you have all these points left over. So you put, uh, I mean, you can look at what he did here because uh, our friend Dan, who was 12th, had a bunch of uh, upgrades. So for instance, Kyther Nolly, automated targeting priority, ion cannon, M9G8, engine upgrade, targeting computer. And then he had Wilsa, ion cannon turret, L four E R five, which is the calculate linked uh, rotate uh, action, rotate, right? yeah, and it, they're both white, right? It's white rotated. Yeah, white so down. another another white calculate uh, action thing, uh, linked action, bomblet generator, engine upgrade, targeting computer. So, I think this is really strong. These I, three point Y wings with all these cards, hmm. but I have it's, an uh, interface question. 
It's too it's too much stuff on the table. I hate all this pollution. <laughs> like, look at all the cards <laughs> in this resistance list. That's my problem with resistance right now. Is like I gotta remember all this stuff and put all these cards on the table. I don't know. But, and strategy and yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah what's I your mean, question, I, Peter? I, uh, nothing. I I answered it myself. I was oh, gonna I was say, gonna do is, the. In, I was gonna be resistance Kramer. I'm listening. You have a resistance question. <laughs> Um, no, I was going to ask if intuitive interface comboed with the L4E droid in that you would rotate, get a calc, and then you could link it to calc and end up with two calcs. Uh, but no, because intuitive interface only triggers off of talent, illicit, or mod and, and because it is a calc action. So you can't do the action twice. Right. So I didn't know if it was just receive a calculate token, but this is really cool. I think this is, I think this is a cool list. I, I agree with you. It's a good list. The wartime loadout, the wartime loadout problem is not the same, but it is similar to the 7B problem, right? Uh, where well, I'd, I'd like the 7B solution. The I'd love the 7B solution. I think it'd be great. Um, but it would end up changing. It would change the wartime loadout uh, setup because then it couldn't be standardized anymore. And I also maybe... Which I also be, think shouldn't be. I don't think you, right. it should be standardized. It doesn't make... I yes. mean, it's not important from a game balance perspective anymore because of the changes from 2.0 to 2.5. You're not going for squad efficiency to, on the t- granular scale. So it doesn't matter. And secondly, there's no thematic reason why Y-wing pirates would be standardized. You know, it's like, well, so. especially in a, in a ragtag resistance, which is this, these Y-wings are, are battle of Exegol Y-wings, right? Like this is like, it's an iconic ship. Well, it's an, it's an iconic ship, but I'm saying like, you know, the end of Rise of Skywalker was oh, three generations. Oh, shut up, Chris. Just shut up for two seconds. I'm complimenting. I'm a single part of the movie. Uh, like that, that ragtag fleet that Lando shows up with is three now generations of starfighters kind of collectively just coming together to help out this one time. Right. So it's like it would make a lot of sense that, yes, yes, we have the, you know, specific resistance retrofit Y wings here. But then we also have like, you know, the space cop Y wing, right? The New Republic Patrol Y wing that doesn't have the. Yeah, that's why there's two two paint jobs in the pack because there is. Precisely. Yeah. But but they're not meant to be flown together as two different Y wings. Right. Right. Which so like, yeah, you know, the standardized on it, I agree. It It doesn't make sense thematically and it doesn't make sense mechanically. It had, a, it had a game purpose. It had a game purpose in 2.0. It's gone. Get shut of it. And and they've shown a, a very aggressive willingness to eradicate. Let cards. the past die. Let mm-hmm. the past die. Yeah. That's a that's a that's a that's a different movie. And uh, in the spirit of in the spirit of letting the past die and that other movie, why don't we ban the Resistance Y Wing, and then make the Resistance Bomber uh-huh. get re released? into standards so i can play the true the one true resistance bomber the one true bomber <laughs> no I, I i i would love to see the resistance bomber get re-released into standard because i think the i think the actual like physical model is beautiful i think that resistance bomber model and give it the other paint small. job so we can have both the blue one the cobalt yeah, the squadron one. one yeah cobalt everybody's favorite color blue cobalt Cobalt Squadron, yeah. So I, I yeah, I, I kind of agree with you on uh, the Y. The Y wing thing is a problem yet to be solved. Uh, but I will also agree that they have a pretty. They listen. <laughs> All the evidence points to they have a real willingness to fix what they perceive as a problem. So if they also perceive resistance Y wings as a problem for these reasons, then 
I trust they'll get fixed, right? Yeah. Like they looked they looked at seven B and Delta Delta Seven, Delta Seven B and said, This is a problem and they fixed it. They fixed not, it in a good yeah, way. Yeah, I mean they they made intuitive interface viable, which is what I wanted. And now yeah. it's a real monkey's paw situation because I gotta go find all these cards. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, right, it's annoying. Right. I don't know. It's I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm more interested I'm also still in other stuff. Yeah. yeah. I'm a little I'm a little bummed I can't build my two point Zori anymore. Right. Well, right, like don't I, get me started. On, I'd pay. On... I would pay. I would pay six points for a Zori that I could load up the way I want to load up. Personally. Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I'd have to. <laughs> I, I I'd have to see the points and everything, but I don't know if I would pay six points for any Y-wing that's not like maybe Anakin. But yeah, it's it's that's a lot. It's funny that she's the one ship that that lost loadout in in. In no. second point five edition, and she's losing more all the 2. time. 2. Because uh wartime loadout went up to ten yep. and she didn't get a commensurate uh increase. So yeah, it's it's almost to the point where you can put like marksmanship and, and cluster missiles on her and call it a day. Whereas I mean it says something in two point when these kind of builds were kind of discouraged that Zori used to build out much uh, uh you know, bigger. I didn't want to say, uh, right. you know, had a lot more points, but I don't know if it was good, but, I, you know, I necessarily. Speaking of Anakin Y-Wing, I want to jump to a different list. Henry Westcott was flying Galactic Republic in the top cut. May came ninth, it appears. Ninth. Or, or he entered he entered the top cut in ninth. I believe that's ninth. the order. All right, Chris. Uh, we have Anakin, Anakin <laughs> in the Y-Wing, shattering shot, pro, uh, proton torps, ion cannon, R4P astro, and munitions failsafe. Uh, Contrail, yay! Well, That's what I like to see. Contrail with some loadout and a dedicated. non non two point Contrail. Everyone now, Chris, if you'll recall, I was flying Contrail in two point oh. Yeah, no, friend. you 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 were very. I didn't do well with him, little. but I was flying him. Uh, dedicated R three Astro delayed fuses, Alpha three B mesh config, and Prox mines. Then click my favorite V wing. Dedicated R three delayed fuses, uh, besh and seismic charges. I've been man, I've been loving seismic charges, guys. You heard about these things? <laughs> They're good stuff. Good stuff, especially when you're across the table from a eight point Han Solo. Good, good stuff to have seismic charges. Um, Three points. Then we got we got Mace Windu in the uh, Delta Seven with uh, you know CLT R four P one seven brilliant evasion and compassion. I like that. Uh, and last, we got Lumi, Luminara Unduli, in the Delta 7 with Patience, R4P Astro, and Calibrated Laser Targeting. Right? Well, a bunch of squirrely ships. Squirrely ships. This, this, Republic's not dead, baby. But Anakin Republic can just smash big time. This feels like the the last meta, the previous meta. This feels like the 2.0, or the 2.5 release meta. A right. little bit. Move it, on, it does, Henry. It does feel a little Move bit. on. <laughs> Let the past die, Henry. Yeah, come on, um, man. Fly, fly Anakin at it at Actus. That's what we want to see. Now, Chris, here's, it's, it's I really, wanna, mean, uh, it'd be really mean if he gets. <laughs> I was going to try this with Kylo uh, yesterday. I get a shot, but uh, a proton well, look torpedo at, with look at the shot, list cool. under him. Kylo whisper. Well, I know. That's I, what we want to see. The two under it are great. Listen, I'm into Kylo whisper. I think Kylo whisper is going to be pretty tight, pretty cool guy. Cool. I mean, it's, it's just such yeah, a beautiful. Chris, I want to talk to you about these. I I, I can Are you being sarcastic? Because I no. think the model looks right. 
No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I think. I, yeah, I'm not. I'm never sarc- I'm sarcastic about everything but the sequels. You know that about me. <laughs> That's true. Too true. Too true. Yeah. The, no. Man, the, uh... I think uh, Kylo Silencer is still a great show, right? And Kylo Silencer got cheaper, so did Kylo Whisper, right? But man, six points for Ty Whisper, and look at everything you get. Look at this, Chris. Look at this shit. You got enhanced. You got enhanced, you got the the jamming suite. You got the config on there. Extreme maneuvers. Malice sensor scramblers, cluster missiles, cluster, and then this wow. other, this other Kylo. I think I like this other Kylo better. Malice, brilliant evasion, predator, concussion missiles, pattern analyzer, and enhanced jamming suite. I think yeah, that personally, that, that's that, that one makes more sense to me. And yet, he was uh, one place under Liam. Yeah, yeah, but we. I, I don't have the. I don't have the list of where he ended in the cut. It also could really come down to who is surrounding them. I like. like I like. You know, we also I like Dom's whole list better as well. I'll just say it's just uh, not yeah. not in terms of. I think it's better just in terms of. I would. I would do play. You it just like it, it better. Yeah. Well, yeah. I feel, well, I feel I like. Mean, I feel like when you look at both of them, you can see. Uh, well, shout outs to Liam Baker and Dom Flanagan for making yeah, top for representing representing the first order. Chris, actually, the their, their lists are their lists are almost identical. I don't know what I'm talking about. They, they're, um, yeah, they're close, but I, I feel like Dom Flanagan's he has just so everyone knows Kylo Whisper with a ton of mean stuff. The big ones are Malice, Concussion Missiles, Pattern Analyzer. Yeah, I, I just read it, so okay, <laughs> I just read both time. Both Kylo you read Scorch also. You read that one? No, 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 I just I just read both the Whisper loadout. Oh, okay. we got six so minutes, Dom, Chris. Uh, we can't be reading lists. No, actually, my my schedule has changed. We don't. We have more time. Oh, this is behind okay. the scenes. It's behind the scenes. scenes. I had I Unedited. had a hard out at one thirty, but Unedited. I don't do. But although I'll give you, can we just cut real quick to the nanny cam? My son in his crib is starting to wiggle, so that's our uh, real timer. When he's yep. up, I'm out. Oh, yep. might be a short. Might be a short. Short episode. Yeah, cut to cut to the Milo cam. He's wiggling. Oh boy. <laughs> So, I was on notice. Yes. So first order, long story short, can hit hard now with the with their Tie Fighters, which is fantastic. Um, the thing that 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 gets me going that I'm still it's a puzzle I want to solve in two point five is, and I've mentioned this before, is both of these guys have grudge with chaff missiles, and I would love yeah. to see how they're getting the best use of this um, because it has to be having some type of impact. And uh, maybe you should play with this, Sam. Maybe you should play with the Sam on the Y-Wings because Zori can do plasma. Well, as, and- as you'll recall, Chris, the last time we played in person, I was doing this on the TIE bomber. Remember? The TIE FO bomber. Well, the, uh, these, these chaff missiles are going to be – I mean, we talked early on about uh, – early in the episode, and a lot of people are talking about, like, the Rebel Protorp lists, right? Those Rebel Protorp lists. These chaff missiles are going to break up those locks, right? Even if you end up chaffing yourself, essentially – you that is then protection from protorps, right? You then end up guarding yourself against getting torped. That's true, and it could be like, um, like a what do you want to call it? Like a range control, I guess. Not absolutely, range. it's it's absolutely range control. It's absolutely board control, and it's lock control, right? Like it's it's it is a method to to give you time to put damage in on on these X wings before they're able to send protorps your way, or at least to focus fire the protorps, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I think chaff missiles are really cool. I, I have yes, a yeah. I have a question for Chris. Uh, I'm just looking in the squad builder. So they both use Nightfall as their other kind of ace ship, the Tie Whisper. Mm-hmm. Four points with ten points loadout. Whirlwind four points, twelve points loadout. The three one. 
one fewer initiative. Yeah, I, and I'm sure that's the answer. But how do you weigh that against? It seems to me Whirlwind's ability is better because Nightfall's yes, ability but... is after you go through a ship booster maneuver, that ship gets two jam tokens. Whirlwind is before you engage, you may remove jam tokens to gain uh, focus tokens equal to ships that have you in its front arc, and that to me would synergize with Prockets. Obviously, they chose the initiative. Uh, yeah, on paper, I think it's amazing. <clears throat> I tried it out a couple times because, plus, I mean, how cool they have great names <laughs> and the ability sounds great, but the ability is not going to be any good if you're dead before you no, get I, used. I, I agree that, true. that well, I mean, that's ability, what was happening. Whirlwind's ability <laughs> feels a little bit like a trap, but uh, to me, it's the fact that it's still probably better than Nightfall's ability, plus, you get two extra points to load up. I don't know. I, I don't. I haven't played a lot of whispers. So I, I I trust these guys thought more about this than me. But this, yeah, this yeah, is when we need. Uh, I've seen a lot more of. This yeah, is we need. We C, have to get C our, night. Yes, exactly. Our Cali transport. Our our California transport. <laughs> I believe I believe the term is transplant. Chris. No, let's, yeah, that, let's leave it. I like that Chris yeah. starts doing like little Carmine malapropisms from The Sopranos. The, the <laughs> yeah, sacred right. and the propane. But that's all about uh, I fours, man. That that's yeah. I four. I think the I four is, is like neither neither ability is setting the world on fire, in my opinion. Right? Neither ability is so good, and I think I think when it comes down to those two points, you're gonna. I would personally opt for initiative I, over you, over two. Yeah, you have, you have. It's funny I4. too, uh, because the list I was gonna say they have a lot of initiative, really, because all the ships are I four or higher. Malaris is a five. Scorch is a four. Except and grudge. then gr- grudge is a two, which is kind of funny because you do have options for higher initiative uh, uh, bombers, but I guess grudge has got the loadout. Plus at I two, you're gonna um, be able to run out in front with that electro chaff, do more damage. That yeah. or well, more. and and or and taco the grudge Bell ability is proximity mine. Yeah, I was gonna say the, the grudge ability is, uh, is so Bell good bump. for. <laughs> for the prox mine because you do the system boost you drop the prox it hits immediately you're at range two to reroll those dice right like what's it's just sicker such a synergy what's sicker that you said taco beldemer that i knew what you meant immediately just because <laughs> knowing you i actually don't i don't know what he means but i Chris, was don't explain slide. really don't explain. I come think on I is it like it hits them and you're like and you make like the taco bell commercial noise like bong I like that, oh, but I don't it. think that I don't think that's what Chris is saying. That's definitely not what we're talking. Oh, is, about. are you talking about like because it like gives you the gives you the poops? And yes. The on them? There you go. Ding 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 ding, ladies and gentlemen, oh, sticky uh, feet. Yeah. Bow, bow, bow. yeah, but wouldn't 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 that be better for like the concussion bombs that you have to keep dropping? Where it's like you got the runs. No. Uh, also, master of yes and maybe maybe that's like the white castle bombs you know oh no, no 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 hold, 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 hold on a second hold on a second wait a second wait a second wait a second how dare you how how dare you <laughs> uh all i'm saying is uh, i love this white is castle, not by the way all right, this you're, back my, you're back on my. You're back on my. I've ever had with any fast food. Um, I must have some sort of stomach of steel. Um, <laughs> yeah. The, the so thing, the thing I can't worry about, real quick, guys, is uh, Kylo and man, maybe we we, we got to get C Knight on here. I can't get uh, Kylo Whisper to work yet, like to be a menace. You sh- yeah, we should definitely but talk to some... uh, to Chris about that because he. Kicks my butt with the tie whispers on a semi-regular basis. 
But the way, if you notice, the way these guys built their lists, like TIE Fighters, yes, you could you could put a bunch of mean things on them. Nightfall with Prockets, that's pretty badass. So I'm, I'm presuming you'll have these guys come out kind of like in a loose, not in a formation, but loosely together. And then Kylo can come, come and flank, and it's you have to decide where are you going. And then they're so fast, they can still get an objective and then break out if they feel. It's it's mm. pretty uh, sneaky list. Pretty shifty. Um, like the, other, the other thing I don't want to go unmentioned is the Malaris with the cluster missiles. I feel like that's pretty tight. Like, cause yeah, you I've, I've Malaris, done that a few right? times. Malaris, that's, that's a Malaris one. ability. And that, that works on the bonus attack, right, Chris? Like that, you can eyeball, you can convert all your eyes on both attacks, yeah? Yeah, but I, I've, I've switched, man. I've gone to concussion missiles because he's going to no, hit hard no. with three dice at range three. Wrong. Oh, sure. Okay. No, no, I, it's not I don't know. true. I don't play FO. Oh, Chris, shit. All right. Chris, <laughs> listen, brother. I'm going to do like a WWE shoot now. If you put hey, you better listen here, missile, brother. <laughs> I heard you were putting concussion missiles on Malaris, and I want a piece of you at the Pontiac Silverdome, evil Chris. <laughs> I'll see you at Madison Square Garden, brother. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm mixing like I'm mixing like 480s wrestlers there. but I don't watch any wrestling. I have no idea what we're doing. I'm just impersonating. I was, who's the guy who used to talk like that, Chris? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, That's Macho Man, Randy Savage. Yeah, Macho Man, Randy Savage. Yeah, yeah. If I see you, evil Chris, at ECG. <laughs> that sort of thing. There's a great clip that had, it, it makes fun of like COVID when oh, people didn't want to shake hands. Did yeah. you see that? Well, there's I was going to say, there's a great one. of. Is this, uh, is this a segment of the podcast where we misremember a bit? No, no, no. I, I'm going to correctly remember a video. People can look up where it's uh, uh, Macho Man. Uh, is replaced or replaces the Emperor Palpatine in the hologram scene of Empire Strikes Back. Oh, you've yes. seen this, Chris? I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's amazing. <laughs> I have one. not seen that. You'll have to send that to I'll me. send it to you. Yeah. But I, I, uh, cutting back over to the baby cam, I have bad news, boys. This baby's awake. All Chris, right. He's not horns, happy about air it. Air horns. Air horns. Uh, yes. Yeah, so the baby's awake, everyone. <laughs> 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 Ba- baby's awake and he realized he's still in the United States in 2022 and like we all are he's crying this is part one everyone of the UK yeah, Expo. listen we could talk more about this later we talked about quite a bit though I'm glad I'm glad we got to talk about that final I think you guys should watch that final legitimately um, take a look and then side by side it with the uh, the 2013 world was on Firestorm you know, every was that the name? Fire, fire! I believe their Twitch is Firecast. Firecast, yeah. Uh, if you give me just a moment, I'll look it up right now. And they do I'll a lot of good you. stuff. I've seen their, their um, stuff before. Firecast Focus. So it's twitch.tv slash Firecast Focus. Check it out. Uh, that is that is where you can catch the streams. Um, definitely, definitely worth watching that final match. It was really, really cool. Um, Oof, my bombardment. And again, I can't help but reiterate this. I'm just excited about X-Wing, guys. I think it's um, it's a good time. I uh Sam, you gotta help me coming up. You gotta help me pick my uh my Gen Con list so I can start practicing. I think I'm gonna it's a bad week for me work wise, but I'm gonna do the f- late night Friday drive since I can drive to Indy. Um Sure, okay. So so uh. let's let's work on 
Let's let's get a let's get a let's get the same list going even if possible. Should what I should going? I switch to should I switch to Saturday then? Because I'm doing Friday right now. No, because I I don't want to play you in Swiss. That would be a real bummer. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 so. yeah, yeah. So you you can yeah. So I'll just text you how I'm doing on Friday. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll have like a earpiece on. I'll be coaching uh, any any yeah, thoughts man. I have and uh, some some irrelevant, awesome. some just Star Wars questions of the week. Um, August. Right. Hmm. Let's, let's. You guys it. might talk me into going. Maybe we could get a whole New York. Yeah, yeah. yeah get it, get it going. And you said you're talking about going yeah. to Nova too, right, uh, Pete? Oh man, no. That's you know what? I was flying high. Yeah, these yeah. Liberty Boys are too nice. These Liberty Boys are too nice to they me. They seduced they were complimenting you. me. They were yeah. complimenting me in their in their Discord because I was having fun chatting with them. And they were like, "Are you going to Nova?" And I'm like, "No." And they're like, "You should go to Nova." And I'm like, "Maybe," because I'm a sucker. Um, so I'm probably not going to Nova, except I might go to Nova. They give good back rubs too. I heard it. All right, All right. Let's, let's this has this been out. yet another X-Wing podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, Pete Lambro, joined this week back again, back to the madness, Chris Daniel, Sam Page. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, thank you to Firecast for streaming this uh, this UK qualifier. It was a really fun time to watch. And guys, X-Wing is back. We got X-Wings versus TIE Fighters. This, this game is good. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you guys next time. Bye-bye. <laughs> like the back rub, back rubs. Chris, I cannot believe you had to fucking mute yourself. <laughs> oh my damn! Sam had me crying with that. I literally muted myself. I know you. I mean, Doesn't take much. Like eight... <laughs> God, his ass. I wasn't expecting uh, that, and all of a sudden, I'm like hysterically. I was like, I have classic... to. Mute Wait, who said classic box? Did I forget this? No, you you said, said classic box, and I was trying to keep Chris laughing, so I just wrote classic box in quotation marks because <laughs> you were describing formation flying i thought it would keep him laughing but uh, it's nothing like nothing oh, like misspelling man. penis to I get did... chris totally off the rails i did hear a pete giggle too i think for a little bit at one of those points well i heard you i heard you start to laugh like inappropriately when there was no reason to laugh and then it just stopped and i knew you had muted yourself yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god you guys are funny <laughs> then I had All to right. get up and close my window. So take care of your baby, my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just he's whinging. That was a good I'll, time, I'll catch you guys later, Sam.